Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, Episode 35. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, branding communication strategist, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential. How are your communication skills? Did you know that poor communication costs businesses up to 30% of their profit? Now, considering that we communicate with people every single day, we want to make sure that we're communicating in the best possible way so that we can be intentional and influential with our communications. Joining me on today's show is Kylie Worry. She is an author, a speaker and a trainer, and she works with people to uncover their communication DNA, their own unique strengths, their challenges and stress response. Kylie finds that when people are more self-aware, they're able to connect more effectively, understand others, bridge the gap or differences and be far more influential communicators. And on today's show, Kylie's going to share the importance of understanding your communication DNA for successful interactions, why being able to bring out the best in others is important if you want to become an influential leader, as well as how to manage those difficult situations. You know, the ones when you're communicating with someone else and it just seems impossible. Welcome to the show, Kylie. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. Thanks for having me. Look, some of the milestones that you've had, and we love to share milestones from our guests on the shows. You've written a book and you plan to write more. So what's the name of your book? Are you able to, to share that with us? Yes, the book that I wrote in 2012 is called The Enlightened Communicator. It's published, it's available on my website. Oh, fantastic. So we'll certainly put all of the links there so that people can get a copy of that. And one of the things that you're also very proud of is that you stepped out on your own to follow your dream. And looking back, I'm wondering, because there's so many women who are still working in corporate and they have a dream of having their own consultancy, having their own business, yet just haven't taken that step. What words of encouragement? encouragement would you have for them? For me, it's about having that belief in yourself and, and knowing your own value. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, I, I actually went and sought someone who was doing what I wanted to do and I asked them to mentor me and they, they openly uh, offered to do that, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I had someone to follow. I wasn't just doing it blind. Yes. Um, and I think that was a really a key thing for me. And I think also sometimes when we step out and take a risk, we, we can get caught in the trap of just thinking about what could go wrong, but I think it's really key to actually look at what could go right Yes, and to really paint that picture of, of what our ideal business, our ideal consultancy or whatever our dream 
is going to look like when it comes true so that we can focus on that because that's a much more motivating picture mm-hmm. than things going wrong. Absolutely. And I think by selecting someone who is where you are want, wanting to be and wanting to continue to develop to is fantastic because they know all of the things that you should be doing and things you should avoid. They may have made mistakes themselves and that just means that you can get there a lot quicker because you've got the steps that they followed to be able to implement yourself. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. It's like, it's like making something for the first time and either having a recipe or not having a recipe yes. um you know it's a, a simple example and yeah this person was very encouraging for me mm-hmm. and um and yeah i just basically followed the footsteps i think you've got to have a very teachable spirit when you want to do that and you need to be really open and willing to listen but you know after you after you've got that in place it's really just joining the dot well let's dive into the first point you wanted to share with everyone today and this is about developing ourselves as leaders what do you say that we need to continue to do to develop ourselves as a good leader i think a good leader needs to know themselves inside and out mm-hmm. they need to know what their strengths are they need to know what they bring to the table and they also need to know how to bring out the best in others I think a lot of leaders aren't able to to bring out the best in others and unable to bring out the strengths in people around them and be willing to do whatever they're asking of their team or people around them. I think being able to do that makes you a very approachable, very authentic leader. Mm. And talking about knowing and recognising our strengths, that's often something that we do tend to take for granted and it really does take some action steps to be able to do that, doesn't it? And so what kind of words of advice would you have for someone who's listening today and not really clear on on what my strengths are, what makes me unique, what are some steps they can follow to do that? That's something that I, in terms of communication strengths, I step people through that when they go through the process of understanding their own communication DNA and we mm. focus very much on strengths there. And that, that was something that years ago I just started a process of learning about myself and I just did a lot of research and a lot of reading mm-hmm. around the areas that I wanted to build upon yes. um, and I think you know as people we're, we're very very skilled and very good at focusing on what's not working and what our weaknesses are yes. but there's so much research out there that shows that when we are focused on our strengths that we can actually grow exponentially and things just come more easily to us. Mm. And I think also too, if we're trying to lead from an area that's not as strong for us, so a weakness, we're really on on the back foot, aren't we? And if we're not uh, aware and we don't observe and tend to listen to other people around us in our team and familiar with what makes them, you know, what are their strengths? I can see that the team can really not be a collaborative, united team. Absolutely. And I think something that I find whenever I'm running a workshop with a team or working with a group of people, one of the real keys is working out each person's individual strengths and what they bring to the table. And as a leader, you don't have to have every single strength out there. I mean, no one does. So it's it's about knowing where your strengths are, but also knowing who to call on to use their strengths. And I think there's nothing like that that collaborates a team more strongly than when each of you knows that you're bringing something valuable to the team mm-hmm. and that it's appreciated and it makes a difference. Absolutely. You know, I just want to stress what you just mentioned there because there's been a number of times where I've been working with clients, this is way back in the my career consultancy days, where there would be team members that were going to be promoted into leadership roles and they had admired various leaders throughout their time with the company, but these leaders had very different skills and strengths and they would often say how can I 
you know, enhance that strength in, in myself? How can I change? And what you're just saying is don't try to be like someone else. They've got their unique strengths. Look at what makes you unique, what your strengths are, and then really use and leverage those within Absolutely. leadership. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you look at, you know, we've, we've had the Olympics on the television for the last two weeks or more, and you look at every single athlete there, they're not trying to be someone different. They're using what their God-given talents, what they've got, mm -hmm. and they're not trying to be someone else. And I think in the workplace, it's it's exactly the same we've all got things that we bring but it's our job to actually really uncover them and nurture them and then be able to communicate them to people around us yes it's a bit it's a bit like going to a job interview for example and when they say so what do you bring to the role and you just sitting there quietly going um i don't know you you wouldn't do well in that job interview but it, it's interesting in relationships and in the workplace we're not very comfortable speaking up and saying, well, I'm really great at delegation or I'm really fantastic at organising or, you know, I'm a, a great listener. I, you know, we've all got things that we bring to the table and we need to know that. Yes, and be able to communicate that. And I think Completely. being humble and not being able to share that in a statement, particularly if you're asked in an interview, oh, goodness, that's not, it's not being humble. It's just not shining your light and you're not being arrogant by sharing yes. that at all. So, yeah, it's interesting because even in the Australian culture I actually find that we feel that anyone who speaks about what they're good at or speaks about their strengths we we like to tear down the tall poppy and mm -hmm. we like to tear people down if they're sounding like they're they're you know singing their own praises it's something that you know Americans do it very very well yes but us Aussies really struggle with that and mm -hmm. I think you know it's a bit it's a bit of a shame it's our own undoing really oh, it is a way to do it that you know is authentic and humble and especially if you're singing your praises to your strengths but also saying to other people you know tell me about yours and and it's not about a competition again like you said it's about collaboration yeah I love the whole concept of supporting people in sharing their brilliance sharing their, their message to the point whereas you know what be the be the tall poppy and it's not being arrogant it is yeah. having that awareness of what your strengths are having mm -hmm. awareness of what others and collaborating to the best and I think for people who look at others with a judgmental you know approach to say oh well she's just a little bit up herself it's not that at all and where else and for that person who is judgmental where else in your life are you denying acceptance of who you are and and, and stepping forward and saying here are the things that i am am good at so yeah absolutely. I, I encourage everyone to be encouraging of everyone else and what where their strengths lie let's yeah. talk about the importance of understanding others because you know communication is being aware of what makes us strong and, and has strengths as as well as the importance of other people and you say that it really is important to understand other people if we want to be influential absolutely I think it comes down to the the basic idea and realization that we are all fundamentally different now there are similar traits between people but we are all fundamentally different and one of the, the traps that people fall into is when we subconsciously assume that someone else sees the world in the same way that we do mm -hmm. um, I've, I've learned this in the workplace I've learned it consulting and working with people but also one of the biggest places has been in my personal relationships in, in places like in your marriage or as a parent thinking that people see the same the world the same way that you do it's it's really incorrect and it can cause 
a lot of problems in our relationships because people will not open up and, and be forthcoming and share with you if they feel like you're judging them or you're you're saying that the way they're doing things is not correct because it's not the way you do it. Yeah, that is so important. And I have had a number of conversations with colleagues who have said, oh, that particular person, he or she just drives me absolutely berserk. And that was because the way that they spoke and the way they took in information and the questions they asked were very different. And in fact, one of my colleagues said, you know what, if had I known that there were different communication styles and so forth, she said, I probably would not have been so hard on my ex-husband because I thought he was just, you know, trying to annoy the crap out of me. But it was just the way that he communicated. It's powerful, isn't it? It's really powerful. I think I had my uh, probably my first enlightening experience was was with my husband because he's an opposite communicator to me and we in our relationships we tend to be with someone who's opposite to us mm-hmm. and you know opposites do attract that's really really true and the great thing in a relationship is that when you're with someone opposite they they bring a different set of skills to the table so together you guys are stronger you're more you cover more of you know different things and, and it's a strengthening thing in relationships but when you don't understand that and you're getting stressed or you're seeing things from a different perspective and you can't communicate across that gap, that's when we start to pull apart and we naturally start picking on each other and, mm. you know, relationships can fail because of that. Yeah. And I think also too, and, and look, speak further to, to this, if you will, people that you do find it difficult and you find it really hard to communicate with them, it may very well be because you've got completely different opposite communication styles. Have you found that too? Completely. It's it's like I, I often when I, I run a workshop called um, all about helping people to deal with difficult people because it's something that comes up over and over again. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. one thing I love to do with people is help them to first of all, I get them to paint a picture of who their difficult person is. And we we work out their, where they might be in terms of communication DNA and are they different from you or the same. But then what we look at is we, we realize that the strengths and qualities that you have individually as a communicator make you someone else's difficult person. We're all someone else's difficult person just by the nature of, of you know, the communication styles. And there's a lovely quote that I saw that I think is quite funny that says something along the lines of someone else's therapist knows all about you. And I love that. <laughs> I think it's really humbling and it just brings us back to earth. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, this whole topic of communications. And even within my family, I know that my two daughters have completely different communication styles one is straight to the point if you ask her a question bang you know she's given it in about 30 seconds yep. if not uh, shorter yet my other daughter she'll just go into the story and then hang on the story behind the story yes. and when she's talking to my husband it's just like Nikki get to the point you know? absolutely <laughs> I have similar traits in my family as well we're all, we're all very very different yeah. and um yeah it's, it's interesting again it's about realizing the differences and then looking at the the great in each style and then having a bit of patience with each other Mm -hmm. when people are doing things differently one of my daughters is straight to the point like that as well and she gets so frustrated with her dad who's a real storyteller she she's tapping her foot and carrying on and she's really (laughs) frustrated that he uses so many words but that's how he that's how he communicates and the thing is most people love that about him yeah oh absolutely i think um yeah being appreciative and and understanding and you know i think it's be curious if someone yes. um, tends to yeah have a different communication style, you'd be curious. Actually, start 
to be aware of what they do because as you just so beautifully said once you have that understanding you will become far more influential with that person because they really appreciate your ability to listen and to communicate in a way that they feel understood and when it boils down to it that's all we want isn't it to, to oh. feel that we are understood that we are heard yes. um, and and I think that that's a key way to, to move forward so be curious observe and just let that person uh, tend to, to communicate in the best way that they know how. Let's talk about leadership when it comes to having to have a conversation with someone. Maybe they're not doing something correct in the workplace. Maybe as business owners, there's a staff member that we need to talk about or talk to about not doing something correctly. And the balance between a leader who is insensitive, so direct and can be offensive, and a leader who's afraid to hurt other people's feelings. What can we do? Oh, look, I think that's a that's a really interesting question because the person, the leader who's comes across as a bit insensitive and straight to the point, they would see themselves as naturally assertive. Mm -hmm. Thing is, most other people would probably see them as aggressive versus assertive. And the person who struggles to bring things up because they're scared of hurting someone is uh, a lot more passive versus assertive. And I think the balance of being assertive is, is something that we all need to get better at. And some of us need to increase our courage and bravery and learn how to go from passive to assertive, whereas there are others of us that need to actually dial things back a little bit and, and come across as much less aggressive and more assertive. And, mm. and really being assertive is just about being able to state the facts, remove the emotion from what you're saying. And and I think the word you said before, curiosity, is a really good one. I know that as a leader so many times I've got into a difficult conversation with my own agenda and thankfully something has stopped me before I put my foot in it and I've asked more questions than made statements and I've actually learned more about the situation so I can then make the best decision for that situation and that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think also, too, it's the way that, that you do approach that. And by being curious and recognizing, well, this particular staff member or team member requires a little bit of easing into the conversation. This yes. particular person, they're quite direct. So I'm able to get straight to the point with them. Once you have that knowledge and awareness, then you can adapt your, your communication styles. But I love the way that you said it really is about having that balance, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, in a way, what we need to do as communicators, especially I think when it's when we don't understand people very well, or we don't know them, or we don't have a really strong base of trust, or if we're in a very highly emotional situation or state, that's when we have to tread really carefully and adapt our style even more. When we're dealing with someone who knows us really well and we've got a really strong foundation and we both feel quite safe in that relationship, we can be more ourselves and and we're more accepting of each other and our differences. Mm -hmm. But if we don't have that foundation, we have to tread quite carefully. And as a communicator, it's really important for you to focus on the needs of the person you're communicating with, not your own. Yeah, I think that's such a valid point for anybody who is in a relationship, whether you're looking at family members and children or whether you're overseeing team. Because how often do we hear parents or team leaders say, well, this is the way I approach everyone. So if I'm going to deal with this person this particular way, or if I'm going to deal with my children this particular way, I'm going to you know, handle it all the same way with every single person. But every single person's got a different communication style, the way they take in information. And so we need to be aware of that before we even approach the other person. Yes. Oh, completely, completely. I know 
for my daughter, the one who's quite direct and to the point, I can walk straight up to her and ask her a question straight away. But if I did that with my son, who's much more sensitive and much more introverted, mm -hmm. he would just close up and not, not even respond. And, and that's not me creating the environment to get the best out of the conversation. My, my son takes, he needs time, he needs to feel safe and supported. And he doesn't do anything quickly, like seriously, it almost drives me balmy because I do everything quickly. But I realize that with my son, he's completely different to me. And that what's more valuable, fast or slow? I mean, that there's validity in both of them. Yes. And look, let's face it. If we want to communicate and be influential and intentional, we need to be aware of this because we're not going to be influential if the approach that we use is completely foreign and puts the other person offside. Exactly. If, if you, you've got to look at what your, what the end result is for you. And I think I love that idea of intentional. I talk about intentional communication a lot because I think a lot of the time people just spit out words and expect that that's going to get them the result that they want. But we really have to be thinking about from the very outset, what, what even is the purpose of this conversation? Do I want to encourage this person? Do I want them, do I want to motivate them? Do I want to deal with an issue? What, what is it? Because that then depends on how you approach the conversation completely. So true, so true. Look, before we ask for your one last word of advice that you want to leave with everyone today, there's a couple of questions that I love to ask of people, particularly around technology in your business. Is there a piece of technology or software that you just can't live without in your business? Oh gosh, I use technology so much. Um, I love, I love Infusionsoft. I mm -hmm. think uh, automating those jobs that can be automated just takes so much time off my hands and I love that yeah yeah and I think also because I'm a speaker and a trainer I'm often putting new ideas together and um and I, I find that speaking my ideas is probably the best way for me to get them out so I use um something on my Mac called GarageBand don't know if you've uh, heard of it before yes yes and uh, yeah, I just record uh, anything I'm speaking about. Um, I actually have just finished doing 12 episodes uh, for a small business uh, online television program around crisis communication. Mm -hmm. And um, I have re I've recorded every single episode on audio. So now I've got what I'm doing is I'm using that potentially to uh, make audio products for my clients, but also I'm sending it to a transcriber and that will actually form the basis of another book. So I, I try and do things once if I can. Yes. And that, again, that's my impatient, direct, fast personality coming through there. I don't like wasting time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love that technology and, and playing around with that. Fantastic. And so my next question, I already know that you've got book, another book in store, but what, what are some goals that you're going to be working on in the near future? I'm building a, a new membership site uh, for people that want to come along on the journey with me and become a more courageous communicator. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I'm working on this year. Um, and I think just speaking a lot more to, to people and letting them know about what I do so that the message can get out there because I think, um, you know, there are a lot of people out there struggling and they don't, they don't need to struggle. You know, workplaces don't have to be so difficult. Relationships don't have to be so hard. Parenting doesn't have to be so hard if we just are able to have increased self-awareness. So for me, sharing my message as much as possible um, is really, really key for me as well. Mm, so important. I mean, let's face it, conflicts become really serious conflicts and that when we backtrack that it's because there's been some miscommunication somewhere along the line so it all boils down to yeah. uh, to communication doesn't it absolutely yeah mm. it's foundational to everything we do it's interesting because it's a skill that we don't prioritize and i think that's one of the saddest things is that we depend on something every single day to, to 
create ourselves as you know more influential and to connect more and to to build ourselves personally and professionally yet less than three percent of people in the world have ever actually done some communication training to actually improve on that skill which i just think is amazing isn't that incredible it is <laughs> i can't it's... believe that's ridiculous yeah uh, well do yourself a favor everyone whether you're in business with you in corporate and even with your family go and do some communication skills actually let, let's share one last piece of advice uh, kylie and then let people know how they can get a hold of you i think for me when I talk about courageous communication, I think it's a it's a two way street, and I think we have to be able to look at ourselves and accept ourselves uh, for all the strengths we have, but also for the things that we struggle with. Mm -hmm. And I think once we do that, then we're more able to accept others where they're at. Yes. If we don't have self acceptance, we 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 honestly can't accept anybody else. So it all starts there. And the great thing is, is that. The only person we can ever really influence is ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's all just there waiting for you. And the, the more you understand yourself and are able to then have understanding for others, the more influential you will be because people really respond to that. They respond to people that, you know, are able to go, well, this is what I'm good at, but this is what I really struggle with. And, and once we know that there's other people struggling with something, it makes them more real and approachable to us. Yes. So I think that's a key for people in terms, no matter where they are in their life, we can always become more introspective and learn more about ourselves to then understand others more. Fantastic. And how can people get in touch with you? Uh, my website is kyliewarry.com. There's a lot of resources and blogs there. And I think um, there's also a way to contact me via uh, the, the website, but that's probably the best way. And I've got lots of blog posts on there. I'm, I'm really one of those... Um, content people i like yes. for people to be able to really get my message and see see my style of how i do things before they decide to either work with me or even take that step and do you know i just encourage you to do whatever you can to understand yourself in a clearer way we'll put all of kylie's contact details on the show notes so to access the show notes go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 35 annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 35 thank you so much for coming on the show kylie you're so welcome, Anne-Marie. Thanks for having me. So as I've done over the last few shows, I'm inviting one of my fellow Microsoft brand ambassadors to share a tech tip, how we can use technology, whether it be a Microsoft Surface, an app or a piece of software in order to help us streamline our business. We're always looking at how to streamline and maximize our productivity. Now, by the way, if you're using a Microsoft Surface Pro or maybe you've got a favorite app or way you're using a piece of technology in your business, let me know. Send an email to podcast at annemariecross.com. But for now, let's dive into today's tech tip. We have our resident Microsoft brand ambassador, Megan. Megan, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> what tech tip do you have for us today? Well, I've just written a great blog post on Microsoft Word Hacks. So I'm doing a Get Back to Basics series. And so I'm going to share my top three shortcuts, not the regular you know, Control-C, Control-V shortcuts, but things that you actually can use and go, oh, rather than having to find the menu. So my first one today is, you know, instead of going up to the menu to increase your font size, you want to go from 11 to 12 to 14, all you need to use is Control plus Shift plus the arrow, the small little arrow. Mm -hmm. all at the same time and that will increase your font by one size and obviously the arrow pointing right to, is going up one and then to going down we put the arrow so the less than kind of 
sign so the other way fantastic that could uh, certainly do a great shortcut for us what's the second hack insert the date in your document so sometimes you need to have a writing a letter or a resume or whatever it is and you need to have the date into a document Mm -hmm. so if you go shift plus out plus d now when i say plus it means you hold them all down at the same time so Mm. i usually go shift then i hold shift down then i out to that and then D and that's how rather you don't put the shift and the plus button mm. it's shift hold shift down then add the alt button then D and what's the last one I think you know sometimes we've accidentally hit caps lock button you can actually switch from if you've got it all caps or all lowercase using shift plus F3 to change remember so that's shift and holding f3 at the mm-hmm. same time i've sometimes done that oh that's good because what i've tended to do is just delete it and retype it which can be a bit of a pain fantastic great great tips and megan how can people get in contact with you you can find me at www.techcoachhq.com.au uh, at megs amanda on twitter megan Ayama on instagram and you can come and join my tech made simple group for Uh, small business owners, entrepreneurs and startups. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of your details below uh, on the show notes as well as the link to your article. Thanks very much. Thank you for having me. So just before we finish up on this show, just a reminder for those of you who are struggling to attend networking events because you just don't know how to introduce yourself and you're just not attracting the type of clients who pay you what you're worth, why not access our Network with Confidence checklist? All you need to do is go to annemariecross.com forward slash Network with Confidence checklist. It's our gift to you. We've got some suggested icebreakers so that you can start meaningful conversations, even with people you've not yet met before. Is a great introduction template there that will help you put together a real powerful and memorable introduction when someone asks you so what do you do as well as lots of other gifts there for you to help you network with confidence now that brings us to the end of another show know that you've taken a lot of great content and learnings and insights from listening to Kylie today please go and access all of the resources and things that she has shared today and certainly maybe go and attend one of her workshops so if you only just tuned into this show and haven't yet subscribed please go to our iTunes channel annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes and while you're there leave a rating and a comment too that helps us get our message out to lots of other ambitious women in business and women in corporate until next week have a fantastic week and we'll be with you again same time next week see you later kylie bye this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.